This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got an amazing product for my kings and queens who love some cannabis. I enjoy the occasional joint once in a while. And if you want to maintain the flower that you're buying, this is the product for you. Integra Specialty Products brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-way humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. It's ideal for flower, pre-rolls, and edibles. They offer a harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integra.com boost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next purchase online at www.integraboost.com. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno, mi gente. Welcome one and all to a brand spanking new episode, fresh out the oven, just in time for Thanksgiving Day. A beautiful episode of the Low Life Podcast. I am your flaming hot and spicy, seasonally depressed, white wine drinking, talky finger licking, turkey overeating, <laughs> true crime loving, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo von Rumpf. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. There is no place I'd rather be than right here with my lowlifers. Happy Thanksgiving. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, gobble, gobble, putas. I hope you're having a beautiful day and a great week so far. If you're not having a good day, if today's a bit stressful for you, which I totally get, I understand the holidays can be very stressful for a lot of people, most people actually. I mean, I understand it personally as I'm putting on a Thanksgiving dinner with my family. It's my mom, my dad, and I, and we're the nucleus. We're the house that hosts Every year for the last 30 plus years, Thanksgiving and Christmas and every holiday, but Thanksgiving is so fun and I do love having family around, but it does get a little bit stressful. It can be very expensive and there's a lot of prep that goes into it. And so whether you're hosting or you're going somewhere to eat or you're just doing a solo mission and you're not around friends or family, whatever your situation may be, I know that it could be a bit stressful at times or it could feel depleting or just could feel like a lot. And so if you're going through it right now, if you're feeling a bit heavy, just mentally, if you're exhausted or you feel just depleted, don't you worry, boo-boo. Don't you fret. You've come to the right place. We're about to turn that frown upside down. This episode is not heavy. This one is light, fun. It's great conversation. It's with one of my favorite humans, Lexi Petway, part two of Unpopular Opinions, and we really get into the weeds on this one. Before we get into this week's very entertaining episode, let's talk about mental health. I did a poll on Instagram recently, just wanted to check in with my followers. Follow me at StyleLVR on Instagram, S-T-Y-L-E-L-V-R. If you don't already, I post lots of memes and it's also a great place for me to connect with my listeners. But I was curious to see how people were feeling mental health-wise, and so I did a poll on my stories and I asked, how are you actually feeling right now? A one is of course rough, feeling like complete shit. I put a five out of 10, would be just okay, hanging in there, struggle city USA. An eight out of 10 was very good, no complaints. And a 10 out of 10 is obviously just amazing. There's only four slots available for polls on Instagram stories. And so I couldn't do one to 10, so I just split it up. I was actually very surprised by the results of this poll. Over 56% of the people who follow me are just feeling okay. This is over 150,000 people and they're just feeling okay, hanging in there, not feeling great, not feeling amazing, just okay right now. Only 2% were feeling 10 out of 10 amazing. That's a very small percentage of people. 24% were an eight out of 10 feeling great, no complaints. 
And there was 17% that were going through it right now, just feeling rough. I pay attention to this and it was a big wake-up call for me because majority of people right now are not feeling amazing. They're not feeling on top of the world. They're going through it, myself included. There are days when I'm feeling on top of the world and other days when I feel like complete shit. And I talk about it so openly on this podcast and so often every single week because it's everything. Mental health is literally your number one priority. It is so important, your mental and your physical health. Without those two things, you got nothing to work with. And so it's really important to check in with yourself, check in with your family, check in with your loved ones, your friends, the people that you care about. I know with Thanksgiving, there's a lot of joy and food and Black Friday deals and shopping associated with it. It's also a very dark holiday if you look into the roots of Thanksgiving. Sadness, yeah, as most holidays are, but Thanksgiving really hits different. Shout out to my indigenous kings and queens because this is a day of remembrance for a lot of indigenous people, Native Americans. It's a really sad history in America, as I'm sure you already know that, but I remember as a kid coming home and I was like mm, like eight or nine years old and at school they had dressed me like a pilgrim. <laughs> I came home and the queen was like, what the f- is that? She didn't actually say, what the fuck is that? But she goes, oh no, mijo, you're not about to wear that outfit here. Oh no, no, no. And so then she quickly schooled me on the actual origins of Thanksgiving. And yeah, that's a bit heavy for an eight-year-old or nine-year-old to learn, but I'm glad that she schooled me on that and informed me because I understood that as much as we paint a picture of like, this is a really happy time where Native Americans and pilgrims were able to sit at a table and have some cornmeal and feast and enjoy each other's company. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, it didn't really go down like that. So I'd rather be informed of the truth. And now I look at Thanksgiving as not a Debbie Downer holiday, but more so an opportunity to be thankful for things in my life. That's how we approach it with our family. And I'm sure a lot of families have that approach. It's a day of remembrance, of course, for Native Americans, the indigenous people, but also it's a really good time to give thanks, be grateful, take stock of the blessings that you have in life, because there are a lot of blessings, a lot of things we should be grateful for. Right now, mental health-wise, on a scale of one to 10, one feeling like the pits of hell, feeling like you're not okay, a 10 is euphoric bliss. I'm gonna rate my mental health in this very moment right now, a solid 7.8 out of 10. I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. I'm feeling okay. Not great, not on top of the world. And the reason why I give it a 7.8 is because there's been some definite highs this week and some real low moments as well where I feel just sad and depleted and drained. But there are things that bring me joy and can snap me out of that funk. And one of those things is flowers. I love making flower arrangements. And that's my contribution to the family festivities, the Thanksgiving feast. I'm not bringing any food items. Oh, I am bringing dessert. I ordered a bunch of amazing pastries from this bakery near my place. I love it. It's called Porto's Bakery. And so I got Porto's coming in hot and also gorgeous flowers. But putting on a good movie, I put on the holiday making some flower arrangements. I'm making 12 arrangements, centerpieces for the table. Oh, they're beautiful. And it's very relaxing. It's therapeutic for me. Oh, it puts me in a good headspace. And so that definitely helped my mental health this week for sure is just working on flowers and going to buy them. And I love doing shit like that. If you're going to a Thanksgiving dinner and your family could be a bit toxic, a little dysfunctional, all families are dysfunctional and have toxic qualities. There's no perfect family out there. Trust me. There's always the super racist uncle or that very religious aunt or that person who loves to impose their views on somebody else (laughs) 
or that cousin who gets super political and always makes the conversation about Trump or wants to be very conservative or that super liberal cousin who wants to get in the ring and start battling it out about major world issues. And because there is so much happening in the world right now, because the world feels like a bit of a dark place, my God, the news is heavy stuff. And so going into a Thanksgiving dinner, people have polarizing views. People believe in different things, politics, religions, finances, worldviews. As much as we love a holiday dinner, a Thanksgiving feast with our friends and family, sometimes it could be a bit heavy. Sometimes it's not as easy as people make it out to be or as fun. Sometimes it can be actually really f***ing stressful. And so <laughs> we do have some ground rules in our family that we've established just to keep the peace. So no politics, no religion. If someone does bring it up, we diffuse it. My mom, my dad, and I are the diffusers of the bombs in the family, specifically my mom and I. We will steer the conversation in a different way or just flat out say, hey, let's not even go there. Let's enjoy the Thanksgiving meal. And we just keep it light, easy breezy. We're playing games. We're talking about movies, entertainment, our passions in life. We don't need to do a deep dive into Palestine and Hamas or talk about the upcoming presidential election, or have a conversation about economics and inflation and gas prices right now. We don't need to go there. Let's just enjoy some mashed potatoes, some fucking stuffing, some turkey, and call it a day. If you have a family that doesn't have those ground rules, or it is a bit of a toxic environment, there are a few things that could help. I have three tools that could help you if you are going into a dinner situation where it could be a bit toxic, dysfunctional, it's very exhausting for you. So the first tool, or more so emotional practice that you can apply to your life if you are in a situation where things are getting heated, you're feeling your blood pressure rise, you're feeling like you're getting a bit stressed out or anxious, is to go into the bathroom, Turn on the faucet, let that cold water glide over your hands to lower your body temperature and breathe for a moment. And remind yourself that being related doesn't obligate you to being close to your family. It's okay to keep them at a healthy distance to protect your mental health, your heart, your sanity. That's okay. Just because your family doesn't mean you need to be close. The next practice that I've put in my toolkit that actually helps me in all situations, if I'm having any sort of conflict or I'm feeling, again, a bit heated or feeling anxious or even depressed, you plant yourself on the floor, your back against the wall, and do some deep breathing. Inhale and exhale. Do at least five deep inhales and a slow exhale. It naturally gives you a bit of a mental reset, and then you could walk back into a situation and feel a bit more calm, more in control of your feelings, a bit more regulated. And the third thing I would suggest if you are going through it right now or you're feeling anxious going into these family dinners is to excuse yourself, go into the bathroom, look into the mirror, and firmly recite to yourself, my intention is peace, my intention is harmony. I will hold space for my family, but I will maintain a healthy boundary. And if that boundary is crossed, I will not allow myself to be in a toxic environment. And the fourth and final tool for your emotional toolkit for your arsenal is to just not go. Remove yourself from the situation completely. It's okay to put your mental health first. It's important to prioritize your emotional well-being. There's an uncomfortable reality when it comes to our lives. As we grow and evolve as humans and we begin to do the work and try to become better versions of ourselves, more self-actualized and actually try to change, our family who's been there with us since day one Sometimes they're not on that road with us. Sometimes they're not liking the new healed version of us. Sometimes they don't like the new and improved version. They want the old version of us that they're used to because that's comfortable for them. And so, again, understanding that, knowing it's okay to put up boundaries. It's okay to say no. And sometimes you just got to step away. I've had to do that with family. I've also had to do that with friends. It's not easy. But in the long run, you're setting your life up for true happiness and peace. That's what we want in life. Happiness, peace, love, deep, meaningful connections with the people in our lives. One of the deep, meaningful relationships I have in my life 
of Chosen Family, a very dear friend of mine, this week's guest, Price is Right model, bald and the beautiful actress, Miss Lexi Petway, Lexi Gobb, her maiden name, Lexi Petway, married name. She's on the podcast today, continuing the conversation with unpopular opinions. And this one is like a shot of dopamine to your ass cheek. I love this convo because this is what's needed on holidays when it can feel a bit heavy for people. We need a light, easy, breezy conversation that will make you laugh and put a smile on your face. And that's exactly what this episode is going to do. It might piss you off too. Might ruffle those feathers (laughs) because we are going over unpopular opinions. These are controversial but brave statements. And we're going there today. We're starting off talking about Disneyland adults. I have very strong opinions about Disneyland people, people who are obsessed with Disneyland. They love it. It is a personality trait for them. They're all about the Disneyland experience. Lexi and I have opposing views on this. Also, we talk about prenups when you're getting married. Also, a lot of people choose not to cook on Thanksgiving. They're going out to dinner. Restaurants are popping right now, getting that reservation on Thanksgiving, which I get. I mean, I love to cook or at least go to someone's house to eat food. My mom, typically, that's the only place I've celebrated Thanksgiving. But for a lot of people, they're like, "Mm, I don't want to cook. I'm going to cater it or I'm just going to a restaurant. I don't want to deal with dishes and having to set up and all that shit. And so I get that side of it too. And so another unpopular opinion we're talking about is restaurant rules, dress codes at restaurants, making modifications to menu items that you're going to order, splitting the check. How do you feel about splitting that check? Group dinners, they could be expensive. Also, I did a poll on Instagram asking how people felt about ranch dressing Lexi and I, again, have polarizing views when it comes to ranch dressing and specifically blue cheese dressing. Oof, not my vibe, but we're talking about ranch, some blue cheese, cotija cheese. We're talking about the Kardashians, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, breakfast foods. We are covering it all when it comes to unpopular opinions. And I'm so curious to hear your unpopular opinions. Please sound off in the review section of Apple Podcasts. It helps with the podcast too. Every time you leave a review, it is a game changer. But I would love to hear your unpopular opinions based on what we were saying today. Do you agree with Lexi? Do you agree with me? Are you team Lexi or are you team Low when it comes to some of these opinions? Or do you have a completely different opinion? And if you do, I'd love to hear it. I'm grateful that you're here. You're here for a reason. I'm thankful to have you as a listener. And I'm excited to jump into this week's episode. So let's do it. Without further ado, today's very special Thanksgiving episode with Queen Lexi Petway, Unpopular Opinions. Hit it. Here with Lexi Petway, we are back. We're back. Here we are back Thanks and for black and back. better oh, than. Oh <laughs> gosh, black and heart. <laughs> yes, and we have our little leopard moment on. We are thriving. Lexi is getting ready for a trip to Mexico, and she's super stressed about it because she's going during hurricane season. <gasps> oh, yikes! I know. I'm a little nervous about it, but no, it's going to be a good trip for you, Lexi. This is going to be fun. I hope so. 
Let's get into unpopular opinions. So we left the conversation off last week talking about some very unpopular opinions. Shots were fired. And so (laughs) we are back to talk about more unpopular opinions. And so these are controversial, but brave statements. These are just opinions. We're brave. Yeah, brave moments. And so some of these are from the listeners. Some of them are from Lexi and myself. And so let's freaking get into it. Here we go. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? Okay, so we've definitely thrown out some very polarizing, unpopular opinions so far. Uh, let's give one from a listener. Unpopular opinion. I'm not going to say who this is coming from. Let's okay. just keep them anonymous. So yeah. shots aren't fired <laughs> in specific directions. Unpopular opinion. Disneyland adults are not okay. It's fucking weird. <gasps> Hard agree. Oh. <laughs> Hard agree. I completely disagree. I love a Disneyland you adult. Free. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. Let me can Give I just state me. my case? Serve, serve it up. I feel like this when it comes to Disneyland adults. I look at it like this. Like, if you love Disney, that's your thing. You know that park inside and out. You're waiting for Walt Disney to open that fucking vault. <laughs> and you <laughs> you want those rare DVDs, VHSs. <laughs> if you're so excited about that, if you know the latest and greatest whatever they're doing to the Disneyland Park or Disney World, and that's your thing. Like, I think there's so many worse things to be obsessed over Okay, that I look at it like, get yourself a hot churro, go to Main Street. It smells good. Are it's you talking like about sweet. Disneyland or Disney Disneyland. World, though? Well, I grew up on Disneyland. I grew up okay. going to Disneyland, and I loved it. But I just look at it like some people didn't have a childhood, perhaps, or they never got the opportunity to go to Disneyland. That's me. Okay, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Have you seen my childhood? Oh. <laughs> Do you know I that song? I feel like your listeners are going to think that I crawled out of a trash can. No. Like I've been living in a cave. A little bit. <laughs> so you never went to Disneyland or Disney World? Mm-mm. Okay. So I think a Disneyland adults, either A, they grew up going and it's like such a nostalgic feeling, which is for me, I, I'm not a Disneyland person, adult. I consider a Disneyland adult, you're a, a pass holder. You go more than once a year or at least once a year and you're just really into Disneyland. Like you fucking know it. And I'm not that person, but I used to go very often. Okay. But how do you feel about the people that have like Disney everything, the Disney purse, the Disney room? Love it. Okay. I don't, people are going to call it. What about the people who get married at the castle? Yes. Get in that castle. (laughs) You want to be in front of Cinderella's castle? Okay, now we know where I'm getting married. Well, well, where I'm renewing my vows. At the Disneyland castle or Disney World castle. (laughs) I look at it like to each their own. I rather someone be a Disneyland person than and have that as like their hobby or something they're super into. Like that's their kink is Disneyland rather than necrophilia. Okay. (laughs) You could be fucking dead bodies. Okay. Or you could be at Disneyland in front of the, the castle. Most drastic <laughs> opposite. I just look at it like it's it's something sweet. There's an innocence yeah. to it. And some people didn't have a childhood. That's why they want to go. Other people are craving that nostalgia and that's why they're obsessed with it. But there's just so many weird things that people could be into. That's like the most benign, innocent, very sweet. I love Disneyland people. It's again. Not my thing, but if I was with someone who was super into it, I'd be like, all right, let's, I'm gonna put on those ears and let's fucking go. I'd be, let's get on that log ride or whatever. I'm down. I don't know. I have like weird things that I'm into, I guess. And so, like what? Some weird kinks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I love my Disneyland people. I'm sticking with, but I know that they get a bad rap. Disneyland people are like, oh, you're weird, you know, or, or like, cause you look at them like circus freaks. I do not. What do you think of the Disneyland folk? The energy is just off the charts. Oh, the energy. Oh, the yes. enthusiasm. And I think I get like taken. Ugh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, well, because yeah, I'm a little nervous. If you say nervous, anything about Disneyland to a Disneyland person. They're ready person, to attack you. Well, yeah. Just check you. Check you. This is what it's about. Oh my God. Speaking of checking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Tell them. Tell them though. Uh-huh. Lexi and I were talking about <laughs> prenups and I was like. Lexi, I couldn't imagine a relationship without a prenup. Like they're so necessary for relationships. You have to have one. And she's like, that's not always the case. Like you may not always need a prenup. Like if, I don't know, there are certain cases where like you might not need a prenup and you got that little stinky sticker (laughs) finger out. It's women like you. It's women like you. And you're like, dial it back, Ben Shapiro. Come in at me. (laughs) I was like, I was very passionate about it. You had said something like- a nerve with that one. Like you should get a prenup. No, not everyone needs one, but I do highly recommend a prenup if you're looking to get married. Even if you don't have assets that you're worried about yet, in the future you will. Yeah. Get that prenup, protect yourself and your partner. Well, and I also said like, there's a lot of people that that doesn't run through their brain. Like I wasn't raised on prenups. Either was I, no. I didn't even know what it was until I moved to like a- Big urban. metropolis city. Yeah, like it just wasn't a thought. People didn't do that. You just get married and you have kids and whatever happens, happens. No, you could do that, sure. I just think prenups are smart. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, in 2023, get a prenup. Jesus. It's women like you. (laughs) That that finger. (laughs) I'll never forget it. I thought you were going to jump off my couch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next unpopular opinion. Rules at restaurants are ridiculous and it makes going to the restaurant not worth it. Hard pass. Wow. Rules at restaurants? Yeah. that. I feel like that's a popular opinion. Uh, Maybe that's unpopular to people, but I don't like rules at restaurants either. No, I know I could never eat in Atlanta at this point. I would get kicked out. Why? Yes. They have so many rules. There's like this whole thing on the internet right now of restaurants and their unnecessary rules that they pose on people, not just dress codes. So they're patrons. Yes. Let me list you some of these rules. Oh, you were telling me about some dude who reviews restaurants for a living? Yes. There's a TikToker that goes to restaurants. He usually does takeout and um, he reviews the food in his car or service or whatever. And he went to Atlanta. I don't know where he's from, but he went to Atlanta. And Atlanta right now is in a tizzy over him because he is just airing out all the restaurants. Oh, for their ridiculous rules? Yes, like no carry out on the weekends or like you can't sit inside the restaurant and wait. You have to wait outside in your car. Are these public rules that are posted, obviously, right? I don't know. They have to be. I mean, if it's the restaurant's rules, they want everybody to know them. Well, you know, there's some restaurants that it's not posted clearly. Like you don't know what the dress code is. I saw, I think it was in Cincinnati, Ohio, some lady got kicked out because she had a weave on. <gasps> I don't think they have no. clearly that you can't wear weaves or whatever. You so can't it wear almost a leaves it up to, to a restaurant. Get out the of here. hostess discretion. Yeah, but that's borderline like discrimination. Right. 
Yeah, I don't like this at all. Listen to some of these rules. Hit us with these rules from this guy. This one restaurant. Okay. No modifications to any of the menu items. If you have a food allergy, please choose another item without the allergen. Hate it. What? Yeah. I need to be able to make some modifications. If there's... If they're going to put some freaking beets on my salad, take the beets out. I'm not a beet guy. You know, can I make the modification, please? Yes. I want dressing on the side. I don't want peas. I don't like the peas in there. I don't want mushrooms. Especially if you're allergic. Like what if you're allergic to seafood and they're cooking your food in the same grease as they're cooking your chicken wing or whatever. Like you should probably know that kind of stuff. So they're basically saying if you have a food allergen or something like too bad, so sad, just pick another menu item. Yeah. Wow. Hate that restaurant. (laughs) No parties larger than four on days that end in Y. So every day. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Ridiculous. Four. It must be a very small restaurant. Like, that's a small restaurant. If you can't have a party larger than four, then they must have, like, smaller tabletops. So I don't hate that one. What do you feel about when restaurants won't let you split the check? Because this rule is, we do not provide individual checks. However, we will allow up to three forms of payment. Oh, so they can... They can't split the check. You can just do three forms of payment. So it'd be, like, credit card, cash, or what? Fucking money order? What or else maybe it's Venmo? just three different cards. Three different cards. Okay, but it's of course. all split <laughs> even, I guess. Oh, so you can split it up to three different ways, max. Yes. With three different forms of payment. Um, but I guess if there's no parties who, larger than four. As someone who hates matter. splitting the check, I think it looks really tacky if you're at a group dinner and ask for like 15 checks or 10. Yuck. Just for the waitress, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And I've served tables before and I'm like, that's a nightmare. So I don't hate that rule. What do you feel about splitting a check when you only ordered a drink or something and the other person ordered a steak? Like you're at a business dinner and they want to split the check evenly, even though you had the least. If it's a business dinner, then I'm going to just suck it up and pay half. It's business. And I'm looking to have some sort of a business relationship. If it's a friend dinner and it was like you, Jacob and I, and I just ordered one glass of wine and you guys had steak, I'd put in for my glass of wine only, you know, in the tip. So it depends if it's a friend or if it's like a business thing. If it's a group dinner and everybody ordered and I just got a little cup of soup on the side, then this is an unpopular opinion. (laughs) Even though deep down, I just want to pitch in for my soup. If it's a group dinner for a birthday or a specific person, anniversary, birthday celebration of someone that's like, this is a group situation. We're all on board for it. Even if I just had that soup, I'm pitching in for everything. I'm just splitting it. I believe in that only because it's like the greater good of like, it's the birthday. Now, typically when I've had that situation happen, someone will call out like, you only had soup, relax, whatever. But I look at it like I'm pitching in for the birthday person, most likely for their dinner and everyone have a good time. And if you're going to a birthday dinner, you kind of know what you're signing up for. Yeah. And if you don't want to do that, then just don't go. But like, you should just know for birthdays, special celebrations, that's what I tell myself. So when I go, I'm like, I kind of read the table. If everyone's ordering a drink, I'll get the drink too. Yes. Or What if it's a restaurant you don't like though? What if it's like um, a steak restaurant and and you're, yes. Do you feel like you should still have to pay? Even (laughs) though like you want to be included, but maybe you don't want to eat. Oh, so you're not eating anything? Yeah. Maybe you ordered a, a cocktail. A cocktail and a salad? Sure. You got to get something. You can't be the weirdo. Everyone has a freaking 
Sure. Medium well, rare. I'll state. entertain it. <laughs> okay. I I would want to just pitch in for the salad because it's such a price difference. My salad's probably like twenty bucks. The yeah. steak's like sixty, depending on where you go. So yeah, what about you? You down to split a tab fifteen ways? <laughs> I you down to pitch in for that group you. dinner? Yes, except for if it's like somewhere that I didn't eat anything. Yeah. I'd probably go to the bar, get my drink, and then come back to the table. Love that. I've done that where I wanted to show up for the person's birthday, didn't want to have dinner with everybody because I was like, it's such an, I remember this. It was at Nobu in Malibu and I got invited to this dinner and I was like, this is going to be so crazy expensive and uh, like at least two two to $300 a person. And so, and I wasn't that close to this person. It was just more like I was in the area and I wanted to be nice. And so, and I do care about them. So I'm like, I went, ordered a drink at the bar. I had already eaten anyway and just paid for my stuff, whatever, and then enjoyed hanging out with them. So it wasn't awkward at all. Like other people weren't eating either that were probably like, wow, those prices are yeah, Yeah, it adds up. So no, I don't think that's tacky. And I think splitting the tab though a million ways is though. I hate it. Yeah. What about gratuity that's added? You down for that 18% added? Some restaurants will add it like okay. no matter what. If That's it's like 75 and over. Or if it's like a party of six, they'll already add it. But I need to know ahead of time because there's been places that I've went where they didn't tell you ahead of time. That there's and then gratuity added? Double tipped. Oh. That is what I don't like. Yeah, that's not You need cool. to make it clear Very on the clear. receipt, like gratuity is already added. Yeah. What about the 90-minute limit tables? That's a thing in LA. Big cities. 90 minutes, you're in and you're out. 90 minutes is a really long time. However- Yeah, it's an hour and a half. However, sometimes the kitchen is slow. Sometimes there's other factors in that. So like Hmm. putting a limit on that, that can go really bad really quickly. So- We've sat at a restaurant for- Oh, you and I have sat for like, we didn't get a drink until like 20, 30 minutes in. Yeah. That happens a lot in LA. Because it's just overpopulated in yeah. every restaurant, especially like the good restaurants are just popping off. And so I expect that to happen. That's why I love a takeout moment. But I will say for restaurants that have a 90 minute max on time there, if service is happening normal, I got it. an hour and a half is most time I probably want to spend there anyway. But if service is slow, then I would give a little pushback. Now, what if they're like, we can't seat you, like say that you're waiting on your friend. And they're like, I can't see I you until the other person it. comes. Or your time starts when you sit down, even if the person is isn't there. so stupid. Like a stopwatch? Yeah. A time clock in my ass? No. I don't like that. If it goes a little under, a little over, who cares? But if they're going to hold me to that, I don't want to eat there. That's weird to me. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the whole, they won't seat you until the whole party's there? I hate it. I understand it though, because it's an inconvenience for the kitchen and the waiter. Like to wait, like I understand why they do that. Personally, still hate it, but I understand it, and so I'm okay with it because I know it just. But I've had it so strict where it's like the person's at the valet, and they're like, "Yes, we need to wait. <laughs> we need to." And I'm like, "Okay, it's two minutes." Yeah, and they're like, "Then we will. We wait. can wait. You'll have to come back in two minutes, and then we will see." I'm like, "Oh my god, okay." It's a little ridiculous, but that's their policy. I hate the dress codes in restaurants. Unpopular opinion, dress codes in restaurants are stupid. It shouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't like them at all. I've gotten kicked out of a restaurant. You did? Yeah. Why? You dressed- As soon as I walked in the door, they're like, 
out. <gasps> you can do takeout, <sighs> but you're not sitting in Did the restaurant. Did you not have your shoes on? <laughs> <laughs> barefoot walking in. Yeah. Barefoot, barefoot pregnant. No, yeah, barefoot pregnant with a G string. <laughs> Whale tail. Yeah. Trying to get some freaking, what? Uh, onion no. rings? What are we trying to get? Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discrete packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. The person I was with had quote-unquote sneakers on. And Why did you say quote unquote? What kind of sneakers were they? Well, they were, was it like a sneaker wedge? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like there are some sneakers that are like nicer looking than others. Like an Air Force One. Sure. I feel like that teeters though. Like some places call that a street shoe and some people call that a sneaker. Like everyone wears Air Force Ones now, but if you go to a steakhouse, they may call that a street shoe. Oh, and they want like a proper dress shoe. Yeah. So they didn't like your friend's sneaker? Yes. And then your what? Shorts. Oh, you had shorts on. Were they sh- little shorts? No. Ass cheeks hanging out? Your booty, no. your booty <laughs> cheeks were hanging out. I swear out. they were not. They could only Cut see up, me from the front. ripped up denim shorts. It's Chicago. Your like she was. Whatever. 
Yeah, my lip of my cooter was hanging out one of the sides. Give me a break. They're like, I just feel get like, out of the steakhouse. Was it a nicer establishment? Sure. Still a chain. To me, it was still a chain. Mastro's? Was it, it was Mastro's. Yes. Oh, I'm dead. I know. I was just thought of it because they are a chain, but they're a little bit weird with the dress code. Depends on which one you go to. East Coast is more strict than the West Coast. But it's Chicago. It's like street style. Whatever. What are we doing? Anyway. I hate a dress code. Yeah. I do. I just think wear whatever you want. As long if, I understand if you it's your establishment, if you want to be like appropriate, meaning like if ass cheeks like, can't be out. Yes. But you for can't be guys, barefoot. it's way harder too. Well, like yeah, asking a guy to wear a sports coat to dinner, ew. give me a break. A button up shirt. Why do I have to have a button, collared shirt? A collared button up shirt. I got to have buttons going down my chest and a collar yeah. for me to sit in this establishment. No hats, button up shirt or polo with the blazer. Do the I need shoes. salmon pants? Yeah. And some Sperry Call Ellis. your daddy. <laughs> Sperry Ellis top ciders. Yeah. Uh, looking like my dad's going to sue your ass. No. No. Hate it. I'd wear what I want. Uh, West Coast is a bit more lenient with that just because it's such a laid back type of culture here that you can go to some of the fanciest restaurants here and people are dressed in literal sweatsuits. Like you see Bieber, Justin Bieber going out with Hailey Bieber and he's literally dressed in- Hoodie. Yeah, goodwill.com. Here we go. (laughs) Like straight up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, he's wearing like a pajama set. Yeah. Cozy. And he's going to Craig's or whatever, like some nice restaurant. Yeah. I love that energy. I do. Wear what you want, but I'm just saying, like, I like the laid back vibe of LA. Yes. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, I never have to worry about what I wear here. It's when I go somewhere else that I've called, even in Jersey, I called, like, hey, I see that there's a dress code. Yeah. Is this going to be okay? Is this going to be okay? I think, too, I stopped giving a shit about dress codes and stuff after the pandemic. Once I was locked up and just sitting in my own filth fighting for toilet paper, waiting to get into a grocery store in a line, having my temperature checked, sticking a thermometer up my ass <laughs> so I could buy fucking roasted chicken. It was a different time. Yes. And so after that, and then just like, you know, wearing whatever the fuck I had, you know, sweats or whatever at home in the pandemic. Now I'm like, if I want to get dressed up, that's on me. But like, don't force a dress code on me. I just want, yeah. And I see like in the grand scheme of life, like, does the polo shirt matter? Does it really matter no. if the girl is wearing a wedge or not? Let her wear her sneakers. Let a guy wear his shit, whatever he wants. Yeah. <sighs> now, if it says like, if there's like a swastika on your shirt or something, you know, if there's any hate speech, I'm I not, get that. I don't feel good about but it. But not like telling someone they can't wear a tank top. Yeah. Wear your tank. That's the worst. A tank top. You can't wear a tank top. I get it. It feels super cash. A tank top? A tank top could be nice. I have a beautiful leather helmet laying tank top. It was like 300 bucks. Did you buy it at the BDSM store? No. <laughs> Runway Nordstrom. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm saying you can have a beautiful elevated tank yeah. top too. So yeah. Okay. We agree on that unpopular opinion. Yes. Unpopular opinion. Ranch dressing is disgusting. I'm a ranch girl. You are? Okay. I am too. I love ranch. Now it's I get It's very American. Yes, it is very American. However, I don't like the people that make ranch their personality, where they need ranch on everything. Oh, I got to dip it in ranch. Yuck. Mm-mm. But I do like it on certain things. Love a Chipotle ranch. Yes. Like a mixed ranch situation with a little yes. spicy something. Hot sauce and ranch. Ye- oh, delicious. Chicken wing. Yeah. On a, I don't know. There's so many things that ranch can go ranch, on. Ranch, 
Yeah, I do love some ranch. Not ranch or blue cheese. That's not even a question you need to bring to the table. Get out of here with your do you like nasty, your fungus? stanky fungus. Ooh, Pe- I love a fungus. No. Do you? I People do. that like blue cheese, I'm like, it's literal rotted milk or cheese. What is that? Stanky. I don't know. Stanky. But it goes well with my rotted belly. <laughs> <laughs> I am not into blue cheese at all. Uh, blue cheese crumbles. Oh, yummy. Makes me want to get really. Ooh, the with smell. like a buffalo chicken salad, put a little buffalo. I mean, a little blue cheese dressing. I am not subscribing to that. The smell alone, I just can't. It's kind of like Mexicans. We love our cotija cheese. Have you had cotija cheese? You probably love it. It smells like athlete's foot. No, it doesn't. It reeks. I don't like it. And I feel like as a Hispanic man, I should definitely love it because it's on everything. They sprinkle that white powdered shit on everything. And I'm like, get it away from me. It's stanky. Just like blue cheese. Not a fan. Wow, I didn't realize you were into that. And ranch too. People love ranch. I lo- I do love ranch though. But I'm actually, if I have condiments, let's do chicken tenders. Okay. What are your top sauces if you're dipping for your little nuggies or your tenders? Are the tenders naked or do they have a sauce on them? Unsauced, just deep fried. Like a Ooh, Chick-fil-A or a Raisin Cane's or something. Ranch? Yep. Maybe a honey mustard. Okay, those are your top two. Sure. I need a buffalo sauce on the side. I need a barbecue. See, that's hard because the the tender should be tossed. I don't like a tossed tender. Don't make okay, the decision with your for me. Dry chicken. <laughs> when they're sauced and they're wet, they become soggy. I need my tenders crispy and fried. Let me sauce them when I want to. That's what I'm saying. Because whenever I've ordered them at a restaurant and they're dressed but for that's me, not, but that's they're not wet. a side. The ranch should be like a compliment. And the Wait. buffalo sauce is the sauce, is the main. I like using buffalo sauce is strictly for dipping. I don't want anything dressed in it. Unless it's a wing, I could do a wing. But like for a chicken tender, I want to dip it. I don't need them dressed in the sauce. It's like, yeah, it's a really good dipping sauce for me. Ranch, barbecue, and buffalo. You know everything. who has the best ranch? Black I think Angus. There's, oh, okay. Black Angus. Their ranch? Ra- Ooh, it's a cucumber ranch. I'm going to my freaking roots here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Black, you've never had it? No. Oh my God. Cucumber? It is like an herb tasting ranch. It has like dill and cucumber Too in natural. it. natural. It's probably not natural at all. Like it's black Angus. They, I get it with the wagon wheel sampler. Let me hit you <laughs> with the Wingstop Ranch. Is that good? There's crack in it. I swear. Wingstop Ranch. It is the best ranch I've ever had in my entire life. Really? I think there's like sugar or something in it. Oh, is because it sweeter? I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery, but it is the best ranch. What out makes there. it the best? What's I don't the flavor know. profile? I need something here. I think I heard that they do regular ranch and then put a ranch packet in the ranch and mix it together. Okay. I don't know. Do you like a watery ranch or a thick gelatinous ranch? Both of those sound disgusting. Because blue cheese is thick, like a pudding. Not all the time. The chunks of mold. (laughs) It is so offensive. Like, if you are listening to this and you like blue cheese, I want to know, like, what happened? <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> no, not people. Jason, my buddy loves it. It's an East Coast thing. East Coast people love blue cheese. 
all my East Coast friends, blue cheese, West Ranch Coasters. Ranch will always win, but I can get down with blue cheese. Oh, um, you need to try, actually, the dressing, the ranch dressing from Cheesecake Factory is pretty damn good. Mm. That brown loaf, oh my Ooh. God. I will fuck up a brown Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. loaf. They sell it at the, the grocery store now. They do. Yeah, I get it for Thanksgiving. Stay away. Stay away from the bread low. Oh, that's another unpopular opinion from Lexi. Not only does she hate Christmas, love, and okay. weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Little demon. Lexi also... Unpopular opinion, and I, you and I got into it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Lexi doesn't like any starches or carbs, and it's not because she's has body dysmorphia. It's no. not like a diet thing. I see it as a filler. You don't appreciate a good sourdough loaf. No, I need to get straight to whatever I'm eating. It's like a distraction. If I'm eating a burger, I'll take the top half of the burger off because it's like that's just toning down the taste. I get it for a burger. The bun doesn't truly matter for a burger. No. Wrap that shit in whatever you want. But there are certain things that I do not agree with. We went and got Chinese food <laughs> together and she just ordered, I got rice, some ch- white rice. I love a jasmine rice or a good fried rice. Heaven. Oh, a spam fried rice. Delicious. Don't knock it till you try it. Okay. And then I also got some chow mein noodles and you just got straight up meat. You're like, I, did. I don't want anything but straight orange chicken. Yeah. I was like, What? So you, you're just not a fan of rice, noodles. It's a filler. I feel like it's to make you more full off of whatever you're eating so they don't have to feed you as much of the things that cost the most. So is it more of an economic decision for you? No, I just don't. I don't. There's no taste. Oh, you there's genuinely no, don't like there's no taste to a rice. good lo mein noodles? Are you kidding me? No. A delicious fried rice with garlic and salt and pepper and all that seasoning and little sesame oil, perhaps. Like, it's delicious. It's okay. Oh, I don't know. I love it. I mean, I like pasta, but it needs to have like a lot of stuff in there. But you're not that into pasta. No, I'm you not. You could live without it. Like yeah. some people, that's like their last meals. Like they'd want a delicious bolognese pasta dish or an Alfredo or something. Yeah, I usually just eat the chicken on the chicken parm. Yeah, you're not into like noodles. Am I a serial killer? No. A I feel sociopath. like I'm a sociopath. Yeah. I'm all about leveling up with my low lifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style. And I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash lowlife. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? 
Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid, delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right, the quality is unmatched. I love it, my kids love it, the grandparents love it, and I know all you low-lifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. But honestly, I wish I had an aversion and, and looked at bread and starches and carbs as like, yuck, no thanks. It's just filler. It's no flavor because that's my kryptonite. I love give you don't like a bagel. You don't like a freshly toasted bagel with cream cheese and everything bagel. There's so much flavor on an everything bagel. You don't fuck with that. It's okay. But you could do without it. You went and had breakfast with me. This crazy <laughs> witch goes, I said, can we it's my favorite thing to do. And I don't know if you're into this, if you're listening right now, but I love going to the like with a group of friends or just one friend, me and Lexi. I order my breakfast item. Lexi orders her, but I love to get something for the table because I don't want to order, let's say pancakes. Like I don't want that as my main dish, but I want a little pancake moment or a French toast, or maybe there's like a seasonal French toast or something that like, I wouldn't want to try just as my, I don't want to roll the dice on my main dish. Yeah, I want eggs and like a traditional breakfast or something. And I want something good. So I love for the table. And then I go with this one and I go, (laughs) so should we get like French toast or something for the table? She's like, no, thanks. I'm good. I go, not even a pancake? And she's like, nah, I'm not really into pancakes or French toast or waffles. It's just filler. <laughs> I was like, what? You didn't want any of it. You're just not into breakfast No, sweets. I like, yeah. No, I French like- toast, pancakes, waffles. You like an omelet. You like yes, a breakfast a sausage. Yeah. A bacon. Eggs. I but need that protein. You're not down for all the sweet stuff that I live. I will. F- I would jack vomit on you if I ate that much sugar at the top of the morning. It was noon. Top of the morning for, for you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like it was a brunch, twelve ish. A pancake is great with some maple syrup, a little Dutch pancake. Ooh, I love it. I know. I do prefer breakfast with Jacob, your husband, because. Jacob was like, let's get He's something for the table. It. He's like, do you want to get that cinnamon roll French toast? I was like, mm, sure, do, king. And so he's down for that. But I mean, I could just order it. I ended up ordering it anyway and just ate half of it and you didn't touch it. And so you're not down for maple syrup? No. Okay. Well, we've learned a lot here, <laughs> Lexi. <laughs> I'm so 
nervous. If there are any other unpopular opinions <laughs> that you'd like to share with us, just sound off in the review section. I want to hear what people think about our unpopular opinions. Like, I want to, there's some takeaways in this episode. Their shots were fired. And so I'd it love to like hear. It was like an AR-15. With <laughs> <laughs> some of these opinions? No. I mean, again, safe space, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Listener, right now, let us know your unpopular opinions. If you agree or disagree with us, let us know in the review section of Apple Podcast. Lexi, will you come back? We could do another round because we didn't even talk about people throwing shade at Beyonce. That was a oh. big unpopular opinion. And you're like, I don't want to talk about it on the <laughs> podcast. I don't want to talk about that. I'm like, why? <laughs> you did not want to get into it. You were triggered. It's like, it should be one of those dinner topics you should not talk about. Politics, religion, and Beyonce versus Taylor Swift. Oh, I get it. See, I don't want to pit Beyonce versus Taylor no. Swift. They're friends. Yes. Beyonce went to her premiere. That's right. Yeah. And so it doesn't need to be that, but some people think Beyonce is overrated. I do think just just to touch on it for a little second, because okay. I love Beyonce. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she's overrated. I think she deserves her rating of how successful and talented and she's really she's worked a for pioneer it. in the industry. She's yeah. doing great things. So give her props. Yes. Yeah. But I do think that it's just a natural thing when someone's so successful and so popular for people to naturally, like you do a Taylor Swift, to naturally okay. just throw <laughs> to throw some shade their way. And you know what I mean? Like people just get like, ugh, I'm almost yes. like it's oversaturated. Like Absolutely. I'm so done with Beyonce because I keep seeing her everywhere, which I will I never think, say because I love her, but- I but get, I felt I, that way towards her too. Oh, Beyonce. really? Like yeah, I'm like, ugh, I don't even That's wanna... how I feel about the Kardashians. I'm like, I could give a shit about any of them. I'm so, oh, are you super into it? I uh, love a Kardashian. You do love a Kardashian. I do. Okay. It's because I have sisters. So that could be an unpopular opinion we ended on. Unpopular opinion, Lexi loves the Kardashians. <laughs> That's fine. Do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> You're like- I'm going to strangle you in your sleep. No, I look at it like I'm not watching that shit, but like yeah. I don't, it's just been on for so long and I'm just like, it seems so manufactured and fake and just, I feel like I'm losing. What isn't? That's true. This podcast isn't. Speaking That's from the right. heart, uncensored, unfiltered, very much unlike the Kardashians. And so it's just not my thing, but like yeah. I do love some trash television. That's just not a trash can that I'm diving into anytime soon. But okay. I mean, clearly there's something there. They're killing it. Yeah. Huge staples. Ameri- they are sadly our royal family. You think? Yes. I can't think of another family besides the Jacksons that's as the successful. Chris no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are in prison. The, oh yeah. Wasn't that the guy who's like the dad who's like very and- very gay or very feminine and but well, he's not? Yeah. But he's not. But he did like a huge fraud scheme. Got it. But he was on USA wheeling mm. out those oh, seasons. Yeah. Sure. Sister wives on TLC, they could be our royal family. What's the same Cody and his scary. five wives. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Lexi, <laughs> we'll have to come back and do more unpopular opinions. Thank you for being here, Queen. I love thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, thank you for listening to us. <laughs> Putting sorry. us in your ear holes. We're so sorry. It's <laughs> fucked up conversation. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. 
our unpopular opinions. I want to hear your unpopular opinions. I'm so curious to hear (laughs) how you feel about certain things that we discussed today. Like, do you love Beyonce or are you exhausted by Beyonce and you don't want to hear about her anymore? Taylor Swift, you have Taylor Swift fatigue? Are you still Team Swifty over here? Also, if you love blue cheese dressing, reveal yourself in the review section of Apple Podcasts. I want to see who the hell you are. (laughs) Who are these people wanting blue cheese crumbles, moldy shit on their salads? Every review helps a podcast so much. It really makes a difference. It's a small gesture, but it makes a huge impact. And so I want to say thank you. Gracias for taking the time to do that because it does make a difference on the show. They don't go unnoticed. I read each and every single review and I want to show my gratitude, my appreciation. And so the Low Life Gifting Suite is open for business. I'm sending out gifts to my low lifers. So if you want a chance to win something and who doesn't love free shit, we've got great gifts. Gifts from our sponsors, hyaluronic serums, gift cards, shit you didn't know you need off Amazon. I have Osea products that I'm obsessed with and also Target gift cards because who doesn't love a good Target run? So if you want a chance to win something, all you got to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear feedback from you when it comes to the show because I'm always wanting to improve it or change something that you might not like or if there is something you love or a guest that you really enjoyed, I want to make sure that person comes back. And so your takeaways, what you get from the podcast, when you share those things with me, it really does help. So thank you for taking the time to do that. And I have listeners who will leave reviews every single week. They'll just, boom, there's your review for the week, Low. Thank you for keeping this hot mess express afloat. And I want to shout out some listeners who took time to leave reviews this week. Here we go. First one up, coming in hot. Laney07, Laney07 writes, Low is the best. Five stars. The beauty episode was so, so good. You are refreshingly honest and very funny. Thank you, Low. She gave me a little salsa dancer and some hearts. Yeah, people really enjoy those skincare episodes with Elizabeth Smith, my dear friend in Nashville, who is incredible when it comes to skincare. The reason why those episodes have done so well is because a lot of the times these episodes are sponsored by a brand. And so I know I'm not throwing shade at podcasts, but they got to make money. I get it. But that's not the way that I want to make money here is doing sponsored episodes. When it comes to skincare, that's shit you're putting on your face. Anything you're going to put on your skin or ingest in your body I'm not going to ask a paid dietitian or a dermatologist who's paid for by a brand because it's so limiting in what they're able to say. They have to promote a product. They're here for a product. It's essentially just one big ad, which again, it's fine. It happens a lot more than people realize on podcasts, but I don't feel comfortable doing that with skincare or anything that you're going to actually ingest. Maybe down the line, if there's like a cool entrepreneur that has a product that's amazing or something in the tech space and and she wants to talk about it and yes, she's promoting it, but it's also like a really interesting story or it's really cool, then sure, I might entertain that, but that hasn't happened yet. And I will let you know ahead of time, like, okay, this is what's up. I believe in full transparency when it comes to this podcast. I always want to shoot you straight. No chaser, baby. I don't want to sound like some used car salesman or like I'm just trying to make a buck by just loading it up with sponsored episodes and ad after ad after ad. And like, it's just a lot. And so anyway, again, podcasts have to make money. I understand that. But I also think it's very important to be transparent, be very honest and know your listener. I want to promote products that you'd actually be down to enjoy or stuff that I actually love. Like I use the stuff from our sponsors. It's amazing stuff. And if I can give you a deal on it, a discount because you listen to the podcast, well, that's amazing. But at least it's products that I actually enjoy using. Anyway, next review is coming in hot from at Memphis Mom of Three. Memphis Mom of Three writes, 
must listen to this podcast. Five stars. We adore Lo. We met him as a stylist for my daughter. He has been her fairy god stylist, and he really is as kind, sincere, and lovely in person as he sounds on the podcast. Love, love, love the skincare episodes, the breakup episode, and so many more. Thank you for sharing yourself with us, Lo. We love you, Lo. Oh my God, how sweet is that? Wait, Memphis mom of three. I'm trying to think who I know who's from Memphis that has three kids and I've styled their daughter. Uh, oh, is this Shannon Sanabia? <gasps> Shannon. Oh, and I love her daughter, Olivia. I think that's who wrote this. I'm not sure, but oh, I freaking love the Sanabias. Olivia, an actress, she's an incredible human being and her family is beautiful and I freaking love her mom, Shannon. Oh, that review just made my day. Shannon, Olivia, I miss you, Queen, so much. Watch, it wasn't even Shannon who wrote that review. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I think it is. I don't know. Hopefully it is. Let me know. Shannon, please text me if that was you who left that review. That's very kind of you. <laughs> and if it wasn't, I still love you anyway. And that's the perfect note to leave this week's podcast on. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Maybe do a little Black Friday shopping. Start putting up your Christmas deco. Make yourself a delicious martini. Have a glass of wine or three, depending on how much you need to get through this specific holiday. Take some edibles. Go to freaking Mars. Masturbate. Celebrate. But don't forget to drink your water, puta. We, we love, love you. you and we're out. Bye, <laughs> Bye guys. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.